Hi, friends. Welcome back to the With Great People podcast. I'm Richard Kasparowski. With Great People is the podcast for high-performance teams. In this episode, we're on location at an Agile New England monthly meeting. We're at Constant Contact in Waltham, Massachusetts, with our special guest, Wendy Wong. Wendy is Senior Director of Program Management at Constant Contact. Wendy and I have been friends for a few years, and I'm really happy to have her on the podcast today. Hi, Wendy. Hi, Richard. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Uh, can you introduce yourself? Tell us about yourself. What do you do here at Constant Contact? What do you do outside of Constant Contact? Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Wendy Wong. As Richard said, I uh, work at Constant Contact, actually, it's which is part of a uh, larger company called Endurance International Group. Mm-hmm. I help, or I head up program management for engineering and product uh, across enterprise, essentially. So uh, we have email marketing products and website builders, website hosting uh, products for mainly small businesses and nonprofits. All right. Probably everybody who's listening knows Constant Contact. Okay. Uh, Probably a few people use it, and and maybe Endurance is a new name for for people. Right. Uh, So... This podcast is about high-performance teams. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about the best team you've ever been on in your life. Is there one? Yeah, so I gave this a little bit of thought, and there's. I would say we could talk about uh, two different teams. So one outside of work and uh-huh. uh, one at work. So I'll start with the one outside of work. All right. That was when I was in grad school, and I was in business school part-time, okay. going to school on the weekends, um, working full-time. And I was on a team with four other people. And we, well, so I would say that we self-selected okay. uh, at the beginning of our uh, program, essentially, and we actually stuck together for the first year and a half, and there was no requirements to stick, you know, stick together by any means. But we figured out a way to work well together. So, oh, cool. so it's totally voluntary that the four of you were a team, and, and yeah, five totally, of us, five of you, huh? and totally voluntary that the five of you stuck together as a team through the rest of that uh, that that business school program. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, what what did it feel like? to be part of that team? Like if you had one word to describe the feeling or a few words to describe the sensation of being on that team, what was it like? I would say uh, I don't know if I want to say like valuable or uh-huh. um, yeah, let's go with valuable. valuable. Okay, yeah. so it felt valuable to be on that team with those four other people. Uh, so that's sort of a subjective sensation of what it was like to be on that team. Do you have any objective sense, like any way to gauge that team against other teams? Were there any measures? It seemed it was it wasn't a wasn't grad school. Maybe there's some some measurements like grades. Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah, I would say we actually we did well on our on our combined projects and papers. Uh-huh. Right. So uh, we've always. Uh, we always did did well grade wise, right? So yeah. I know that I was saying like valuable is it is uh, subjective. Um, 
Yeah, I, I would say probably the grades and just feedback we would get, whether it's from the professors or okay. our peers in the program. Okay, so definitely grades, an easy objective thing, mm-hmm. and feedback from other people letting you know that you indeed were a good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one, one, one characteristic of this team we already mentioned, it was totally voluntary. Everybody opted in to be on this team together. Yes. Uh, were there any other practices or behaviors that this team used? Anything? What were the things that, that made this such a good team? I would say that our skill sets complemented each other. Okay. All right. So we were all working professionals, huh. all going to school part-time. So essentially had very little time and figured out how to work best together. But even just in terms of um, where each other's strengths lied. Was it intentional to form a team with, with people who had different skills from each other, complementary skills? To- uh, well, I would say that not explicitly, right? Yeah. But we didn't go into it thinking, "Oh, well, you have this skill set, right. you have that." Right. So, how how did these uh, how did these skills emerge? How did you figure out that different people on the team had different specialties? I would say probably the first semester or the the first time we were, uh, were together in at least one of our classes. You know, it was certainly experimental, right? mm-hmm. and we just learned over time. I guess I'll give you an example. One of my uh, friends on this team, really good guy, uh, but I would say, well, I would say that he's very much a charmer. Like he's okay. <laughs> a salesperson, biz dev person, right? right? And what he would say to me is, "I can, Wendy." I will get us our team 80% of the way there. Uh-huh. Okay. He's a vision guy. Okay, okay. Let's just say. So, and I would say, but less 80% of the work is in the remaining 20%. And <laughs> right. he would just laugh. Right. And, but he knew that. And so <laughs> we complimented each other in that way because I was more the detour detail oriented person, the, project manager and making sure we tied up all the loose ends, yeah. that kind of thing, right? So all right. So yeah. he was very clear about about what he brought to the team. Yes. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm the vision guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna get us I'm gonna get us eighty percent to the finish line and yeah, then there's eighty percent more work. That's what you say. Right. <laughs> it's right. all these details to finish it. Right. But everyone was always engaged with when we gave presentations because we just put up our like biz dev guy there, you know? Oh, cool. Yeah. So he was also like your, your public face. Yeah. He could, he could charm people when you're doing class presentations. Indeed. That, that sort of stuff. Oh, cool. All right. All right. Um, let's see. And, and what about this other team? You had, you had an idea of a, uh, that was a outside of work kind of, kind of best team ever. And there's maybe an inside of work best team ever. Yes. So I think it's the team that I started with actually here at Constant Contact almost mm-hmm. 10 years ago, actually. 10 years. Yes, <laughs> almost 10 years. So I've had first started in on the project uh, management team or program management team. And there were, uh, it was a small team, four of us. Okay. We worked on different projects and programs and there was a little bit of overlap, but not a ton. So we drew our drove our own um, drove our own work, yeah. but we knew enough about each 
each other's areas that we had kind of, well, we had the trust that if we needed coverage from somebody else that they could totally step in and, and help us out. Okay. Uh, so one thing I'm, I'm, I'm hearing about both of these teams is they were pretty small, but not too small. The grad school team was five people. This work team was four people. Yes. Uh, for this team, you talked about, you used the word trust. Uh, and you also said, like, if, if, if somebody was, was away, you knew just enough about what they were doing that you could, you could fill, fill in for them yes. for a few days. Or if you were away, then you just enough that they could fill in for you for a few days. Uh, so we've got the team size. Uh, we've got uh, this kind of cross knowledge about each other's work. Uh, what else went into this team that made it so good? Well, I, and I would say that we also probably had different styles in how okay. we approached our work, which makes a difference, uh, certainly in, in program management. Uh -huh. So, but they all worked, right? You, you knew that this person was maybe one who was a little bit stricter and more direct, and okay. this person was more adaptable. And um, so sometimes you would leverage those uh, capabilities of other people if you knew right. that, okay, well, I'm having someone who's not maybe who needs uh, a little bit of like, uh, I'll just say needs a little bit of love, right? Then you uh -huh. would go with like <laughs> the person who's a little bit more sympathetic versus the sure. uh, you know, a super direct one that ruled with an iron fist, right? Yeah, okay, so. so you could uh, you could you could have the right person interact with the teams or the projects that they were that they were doing project management or program management for. Yes, based on that person's style, mm -hmm. their interaction style. Right. Uh, what What did it feel like when you were part of that team? What was the sensation? You know, if, if you could like, you could sort of meditate, close your eyes, go back and re-experience that team. What did it feel like? I would say, I guess, kind of two words to describe it: um, comforting uh -huh. and energizing. Comforting and energizing. No, wow. which, awesome words. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. And um, were there any objective measures of this team's performance? I mean, I think it was more around uh, feedback, whether it was uh, on, you know, from the retros on, uh -huh. from the whether it's the teams or or the project uh, as a whole. Right. We always got feedback about the level of work, you know, that we, we provided. All right. Like the, the, the high level, high quality of the work that you were providing as project or program right, managers. Right. Yeah. And even as simple as, well, so obviously we all had certain levels of capacity, but for people to come and ask our manager for our help, you know, I guess it was more of a reputation. Like, oh, well. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. So you I could heard tell. that this person did, you know, or I saw how they ran 
this project successfully. Yeah. Hence, like I would like you know them to work on my next project. Yeah. Okay. So you could tell uh, as a, as an individual project or program manager, as the team of project program managers, people were asking for that help. Yes. In general. Yes. Which they don't always do. There's a lot of there's a lot of stories of teams that want the the project manager to to, to stay the heck away. Right. You know, so, if, so if they're asking for that, that that's actually an objective sign that things are going well. Yes, and I would say that was the case with uh, with this particular team that we were o- always um, overloaded with requests oh, that wow. we we couldn't quite <laughs> meet. You know. All right, that says a lot about a project management program management team. Mm-hmm. Uh, people want your help so much that you can't even keep up with all the requests for help. Right. Cool. Uh, Based on these two teams, these two best teams of your life, uh, one at work, one outside of work, uh, do you have any advice for listeners? Maybe a couple things that you could share with them uh, to help them have the best team they can have? I would say the one thing um, about the teams I was on, it make sure that people are a good fit. I mean, it's a little different in my first example where we just happen to find each other in our grad school program. But as you're hiring people, I would say that uh, over the years, I've learned that a lot of people, whether, you know, they may have the skill sets or maybe they'll grow into them. Mm -hmm. um, The, the culture fit, the cultural fit, whether it's the team, uh, your org, the environment, I think is really important. All right. So look for a, look for a good culture fit as you're, bringing people onto the team. Right. And they don't have to be the same, have the same skill set, same demeanor or, you know, style as you do, but it has to complement the team as a whole. Yeah. Like your two examples, everybody had complementary skills and complementary styles. Right. And so, so don't, don't recruit people who are just like you. This is maybe one way to say it. Right. I mean, it's, it's good to, you know, uh, sometimes you want people like you, but you know, not everyone like you. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, if listeners want to learn more, is there is there a way they can contact you? Sure. I can be reached at wwong at constantcontact.com. So that's just wwong at okay. constantcontact.com. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, Wendy, thank you so very much for being our guest today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I enjoyed it. All right. Um, And again, hi, friends. Uh, Thanks again for listening. And remember, to support this podcast, subscribe to my newsletter at kasparowski.com. See you next time.